this week on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. Mike and I make our predictions on what Blink-182's eighth album might sound like. Also, our buddy Eric stops by for a new book club segment of sorts to tell us his thoughts on Tom DeLonge's young adult novel, Strange Times. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe, but you should probably take your pants off. Welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Ryan. Uh, well, hey, Ryan. How's it going today? Not bad. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, I'm in the mood for some predictions. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Well, uh, this is something I was thinking about, actually, for our kind of return of our show. Yeah. Um, we, ha- uh, we haven't in a while said, like... What our show is like? What is oh, what does take off your okay. pants and podcast? What is take off your pants <laughs> like an intro. and podcast? Uh, well, I, I think we talked you know, about Blink One Eight Two. That's yeah. it. It's a show about Blink One Eight Two. I'm Mike. You're Ryan. And yeah. Blink One Eight Two is a, a band. A band. And yeah. We like them. <laughs> you probably know that, but <laughs> yeah, just in case you didn't know. Yeah. This is a show about Blink One Eight Two. Or sometimes, you know, they did all the small things. Um, <laughs> They did that. They're the, the naked band. You know? Yeah, they're the naked band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> they're always naked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, I wish this episode were different today, Ryan. You were I wish. Hope, hoping for something else. I wish we were talking about uh, a new song or a surprise Beyonce style album, <laughs> but we're not. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in favor of the whatever it is. Like, take your time. Put it out when it's ready. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, you know, we're definitely like, you know, drooling a little bit, but. No one wants we're not, an we're underdone not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna pastry. Only, yeah, exactly. We don't let it happen when it happens, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, you were like, how about we just do get, compile all the info from um, that we know so far. Yeah. And- so, so I got, um, I tried to take like, uh, to compile like a master list. I'm sure I missed stuff. Um, I'm just going to say that up front, but I think I got like the big stuff um, of just what the, what's been going on with the album. What has, uh, what have Mark and uh, Matt and Travis said about this album Mm -hmm. and, you know, just kind of put that all together and go through it like at once, just like a big dump of uh, (laughs) all the news about the album. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think, and after that, I think it'd be fun to just kind of lock down in this, in this window, some really bold, really hot takes takes or or just hot predictions. predictions. Yeah. And, and we'll see how, how right or wrong we were. Yeah. It'll be like placing the bet sort of or something. Yeah, definitely. I think this is something that (laughs) if, if you're listening out there and, uh, you have any predictions of your own, please let us know. Oh yeah. 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 And we'll, it'd be cool because then we can like figure out after it comes out if what was what we got right, what we didn't, what we were totally off base. Yeah, this is like the because they said quite a bit about this album. One would think we have an idea of what this is going to be. This feels like we watched the the Rise of Skywalker trailer. And we're just like <laughs> making every prediction possible of what's going to happen with the backflip. Uh, it's, it's like Ray turning her back on uh, the light side of the forest. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, before we get into it, it was just like, um, 
there was like a Reddit post talking uh, that I met, saw that I kind of wanted to bring up before we get into. Yeah, everything. and I think it's it, it appropriately sets the stage for oh, yeah. for you know where Blink is at on the eve of yeah. this album because it does it is going to come out soon, right? Right. What the album? <laughs> Who yeah. knows? Um, well, there's a couple things. So um, recently, uh, there was the the. The 20th anniversary of Anima of the State came and went, you know, yeah. kind of thing. We yeah. did our podcast. I we think that was out. probably the high point of that release. Yeah, it was. It, it was kind of interesting because it was kind of fun. This was, we're recording this uh, a week from then, I guess, right? It was last yeah. Saturday. And I was, uh, I was actually out camping when I was reading all like the posts and stuff because everyone was posting about it. Yeah. And even the Blink... Uh, camping, is that... Uh, you were doing something else while you were well, camping, weren't you? I was. Uh, I went up to a Star Wars Destiny collectible card game yeah. tournament and was camping. Uh, How'd you do, by the way? How'd you do I in the tournament? Do, I didn't do good. I uh, went like three and three yeah, all my tournaments. Not so, horrible. I I, I kind of went up with a jank deck, kind of like yeah. not really meta deck. Yeah. Uh, trying to prove that I can make something that no one else can, and it didn't really. It. It. <laughs> a lot of my games were close though. Like yeah, they were that, close I think games. that's a success. Yeah. But there was just some stuff that was just killing it. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, it, so it was sort of like and uh, of the state twenty Enema years. The state, <laughs> and it was kind of fun to watch. And even the Blink uh, social media thing was kind of like reposting a lot of people. Yeah, like, things. That was fun. And, um, they actually, I, I didn't even tell you, but they liked uh, a thing I po- uh, posted on the uh, the podcast account. What? Yeah, Blink went the official account. The official account. Yeah. Oh, what was it? It was. Um, they had a hashtag, and so they probably. I bet you they were liking like yeah. them all. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, someone maybe have saw it. Um, it was like Enema 20. It was a hashtag. So I put that on there. And I basically said um, really stupid thing. And I got a lot of likes. was like, we'd still be listening to Frank Sinatra if it weren't for this album. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was funny. They liked it. Yeah. So I don't know who, if that's it's pretty Mark cool. or some social media I, I think I think they give that job to Matt. I think yeah. that's what he <laughs> has to has do. The, the account. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. And um, so anyway... Mark did like some cool Q and A's too around then oh, yeah. and dropped some like interesting enema facts that uh, mm. I had never heard before. Like what? I, I, um, I missed all those. He said they were really good. Uh, he's, and I remember one of them, uh, the, I guess the one that stands out to me the most is they recorded man overboard during like the enema sessions, but Jerry Finn hated the song and that's why it wasn't mm. on enema. He was like, the song sucks. I don't, it wow. shouldn't be on it. He said it sucks. Well, I don't know if it was like he said it sucks, but he just Mark, said, Mark think, said he hated the song Oh wow, or didn't like it. I mean, just I might be, it wasn't as good as the other. Yeah. He de- definitely, I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't directly quote cause I, it's been a while, but he basically was saying like Jerry Finn didn't want the song on it. He didn't think it was good mm. was the gist of it. That's a. It's one. Of, it's become one of my favorite. Blink yeah, songs it, it was always. It's uh, always been a highlight for me. Yeah, it was always uh, one that I liked a lot. I remember I was on like swim team around the time, like in like early high school, junior high, and uh, like I just remember listening to that song on like at swim meets <laughs> a bunch. And that song is one that I, that does a, a lot of things I we love about Blink songs. There's long cool instrumental riffs. sections and um, has like the Tom. Uh, repeated lines and stuff like I don't yeah. know, just kind of like it's a song about something. Yeah, so it's lyrics it's are cool. One. But uh, yeah, so there's a big 20th anniversary thing, and then recently there was like a, and this is this is all theory and stuff, so don't take this for <laughs> granted. But um, we a uh, buddy of mine, Kieran, Kieran Thompson, he actually is a big Blink guy and someone I met because of Blink-182. <laughs> big Blink guy. And he actually, I mean, if you ever went to the website, like plus44online.com and I stuff, did. he was the, um, he, I'm not sure if he had something to do with Blink-182online.com or not. 
I have to ask him. We have to have him on the show sometime and get the background. But he actually used to run that website and everything, plus44online.com. And he uh, he asked me if he, I thinks if I can't even talk. He asked, <laughs> he asked me, me if I thinks. if I thinks if I think um, <laughs> they rebranded the tour um, as as like kind of an afterthought. The Lil Wayne, just because like there was. Um, and, and they're not sure if, and maybe they were waiting for the 20th anniversary thing to yeah, announce. Yeah, that, that like was definitely we gonna, my impression as it yeah. seemed like, I mean, I didn't think about this theory, but, but as a observer, I was like, oh, they're like waiting till. Well, here's my, my thinking is if they were going to do like, we're, maybe they didn't know if they wanted to do this or not yet. Yeah. But usually if you're going to like promote this tour and want people to buy tickets right off the bat, you would be like, we're playing Anima the State all the way through. And like this, but yeah. all the art was sort of um, old poster looking, kind of like that little, just kind of like stacked, like colorful background with like <laughs> black letters on top of yeah. it. And I and I was like, oh, that's kind of like a generic kind of looking sort of uh, yeah f- um, art for this tour, right? Um, and then now it's like pff, enema, like the blue and red, yeah, blue, red, red, white, and blue. You know, enemy of the state. It's yeah. like we're playing all the way through. And I and maybe we're looking too far into this, yeah, and, for sure. And it's like. It's just now they've done it all and they're showing that up. But um, seeing this one Reddit post recently, mm. it kind of even I think added more to my theory. Yeah. Or Kieran's theory. You you yeah. Tell, so tell me about this Reddit post. So it was basically saying like, is anybody worried about the ticket sales for these this tour? And they were saying that they were recently looking at like what tickets are available at their show wherever it was in yeah East or Midwest or something and. There was a lot of tickets like left for sale for sale on the website. How many like because you, you can see like when you're looking what, at like, what a percent ticket do you master think, would map, you say are still like available? Well, I'm looking right now. Um, the show that's closest to us, we're in Portland, Oregon, and the Ridgefield, Washington show is the closest yeah. one, which is right across the border. It's basically like that's uh, if you're not from Portland, it's it's one of the situations where like that's like the biggest venue here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like out of town. Yeah, like a big amphitheater type venue. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm looking at it right now, like the, the Ticketmaster, you can see like what tickets are available to buy. And there has to be like, I don't know, less than a quarter of tickets sold to this show. Really? Like, look at look, look at this map. What do you think? If you had to guess, all what? that blue is available. Like 20% is, is I bought? Maybe? I don't know. For a show that's been wrong for a while, it yeah. doesn't seem like a lot. Because I remember when we bought our is- tickets for the last time. Yeah. Um, and this is one thing this to kind of Reddit comments we're talking about is like, you know, it was almost as if Blink and Net hadn't been around when California came out. Like it yeah. was almost like they were ex- like didn't even think neighborhoods existed like people yeah. did because they were like Blink's back. Yeah. Um, and so like maybe the tickets sold faster, but they were half the price. Yeah, the that's that's uh, for me, you know, that's why I haven't bought it. Yeah. It's not at all like um, like touring with Lil Wayne is like Lil Wayne's not really my thing, but neither was uh, was all time low. Or no, it was um, a day to remember. A day to remember, and like American, all American, all American rejects rejects. I played. I'd rather see Lil Wayne than those two. Yeah, like neither of them are really like my thing. But if I had to pick one, I'd definitely prefer Lil Wayne. But the reason I haven't bought the ticket is just it's too. It's like too much. It's a little bit too much right now. I mean, I, I, we're we're thinking about just buying lawn tickets because yeah. we're just like. Those ones are ones we can that yeah. are relatively. But maybe maybe the prices will drop. Maybe I mean I'm just looking like it's still yeah like that's pretty nuts. And I'm just kind of looking for a show that's been on for a while. And I mean the show is still in August, it's still a couple months away. Yeah. But usually stuff sells would, pretty quick here. Stuff sells really fast. At any any kind of concert. I've, and I yeah. remember when we bought our tickets for the other one, 
um, we may have bought them like a couple days after they went on sale or something. Yeah. And maybe not even. Maybe it was the same day. And we still like... I don't know if it sold out, but it was pretty full. It was full, like really full. But yeah. it was like we weren't able to get like the best seats. I and mean, we had really good ones. Yeah. But yeah. It was not like necessarily... Um, it wasn't like center. Yeah. It w- But they were still... There wasn't as many of this, these seats available. So I'm kind of like worried in a weird way. Cause yeah. It's like... I, I, what do you think is going to happen? People on the Reddit uh, thread were saying like they... They've seen shows like this where they've bought tickets for the lawn, yeah. and while they walked in, they were given tickets like to in this for the seats, yeah, to fill in the. the God, seats that's got to be stuff. so demoralizing to go out to that, yeah, like so, as a performer. So I'm wondering what, um, why do you think that's the case if they haven't sold this fast? I mean, it's I think only it's the price. Couple months away, yeah, I think so too. I, I know, I've I've seen some people be like, uh, like it's a little Wayne and blink. Like that's such a weird mixing and it is, but I got to think that yeah, the end people, of the day, a lot of people are like, it's my favorite band and I can't afford a $200 ticket. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I got to think like, yeah, at the end of the day, like the blink fan base is not yet the, the like rich baby boomer. Like I, they I don't have the money to spend like the $300 on the like, night out. Like how long is their set usually too? Like it's not usually, ninety. It's always ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, and which is good. I like that length. I yeah, it's good. But for uh, uh you know, even for a basic tickets like a hundred dollars. Yeah, that's like, like uh, it's like Broadway tickets. Yeah, <laughs> like you can see. I feel like like some a band I'd play for two hours plus for that much. You know, yeah. like on the old kind of. Yeah, like I mean it's kinda. it's it's enough that like it starts to be like. Well, what else could I do for like if I were to get like two tickets and like a you know a night out? That's like three hundred bucks. And yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. else could I do with three hundred dollars and a night out? Yeah, and we like, love Bling Lane too. I could eat like the meal of my life. And we're probably some people are probably like, God, you're not real fans. You're not gonna pay about. Well, like, I, I guess it's like think about it, it, it's definitely also we've seen them before like a bunch. Uh, so that's that's always a huge thing, you know. When yeah. Your first time seeing a band, like, but once you've seen them a few times. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I wouldn't pay that much for another like. There's not that I don't know. Maybe Radiohead. I've and I've never seen Radiohead live, so maybe the first time. I don't think I went and saw actually with my mom to see Radiohead once, and uh, and we didn't. I don't think we paid this much for tickets. Wow. Like it was it was probably like pricey. Like they were probably like seventy five dollar tickets or sixty dollars or something like that. But, I would pay seventy five for this. Yeah, uh, but yeah, not. I mean, especially with fees, like it's gonna be like fifteen dollars in fees yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're gonna pay for parking and all that stuff yeah. and driving out there. It's gonna be for two tickets, like three hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Like, even if we were to get these uh, lawn tickets, they're gonna be fifty bucks a piece with the with the gosh with the, with um the fees. Yeah, which is a lot. And so it's Fucking like fees, for, especially for lawn seats. They're so far back at those things. And yeah, it's cool, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, it's a, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm curious what they're going to do because it's so, I hope they lower the price. Honestly, like that, yeah. I, I, it's, I feel like that's just too high. Yeah. But I'm sorry guys. Sorry. Or they're going to have to sorry de- de- blink. Way two is going to have to declare bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they could, I mean, I've seen like the Jimmy world tickets that I've recently got or went on sale that were cheaper than they originally were. Where's uh Jimmy world play? They're playing at the. Like I, I said that. I think I said it's a. Uh, um, it's like the weird Moda Center thing, like in the in something in the clouds. Like they, it's the Moda Center, but they split it instead of um, the stage being on like the the side uh, the end of the, uh, yeah. the court. Oh, it's, they, it's facing yeah, toward yeah. like the middle. And so it's like a third or maybe like two thirds of the yeah. stadium, and I think I got those for like twenty bucks a piece. 
type of thing. And nice. They were on sale from like a ticket ma- or a Live yeah. Nation sale. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. I feel like I'm like, you know, I'm like, this, this is keeping down. you up at night. Like I'm looking right now. There's still and there originally wasn't pit tickets for this show. Yeah. So they added pit tickets and there's still pit tickets available to the show. And those are the ones that sell. How out. much are they? $127.50. So yeah, with fees, yeah, that's going to be like 150. Let's see. So two tickets. I'm going to say two tickets. <laughs> oh, wait. Two. This is journalism here, folks. We're we're doing this for you. Let's see how much it is for pit tickets with the fees. For left pit. This is general admission. Left pit. Buying the, and these tickets are from it's been on sale for a month or more. Yeah. And there's pits available, which is the stuff that sells the fastest. I can't believe it's $200 for pit tickets. That's crazy. All right. So here's the total for that. For two tickets, $446.30. I think you spell out your cut. You're about to spit it out. I had to try. I just got this rug. I didn't want to spit it out, but oh my God. You can take a, a plane somewhere and like a trip to. Yeah, like, you could take a flight. Yeah. You yeah. could like go to New York. <laughs> <laughs> like that they'd be like you can go to new york and hang out for like a night or two and then yeah i don't know it's, oh my, it's wow. a lot so i'm just saying come on guys yeah i don't mean to be the guy like like we don't want to be the well, negative podcast not, i want to be the it's not like uh i don't think blink is the one setting or lil wayne are the ones setting this price it's like business people seeing and, if they can get away with it yeah because they weren't this much two years ago no they're like maybe they're just like testing the limit. Like yeah, like I think how, so. How high can and, we go? And people are and I keep going to that Reddit thread. We're saying like they've seen tickets for stuff like this have been going up, you know, over the years. Like they always seem like they're paying yeah. more and more every year for more more yeah. of these things. But they gotta know that like uh, that they're like I don't know. They have to know like the people that like love Blink One Eight Two and stuff are just like gonna think that's too much yeah we're not we, we like what, I want, what's, the, what's the line much? and blame it on the youth uh i didn't start as a rich blood or something yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's who we are Start that with nothing at all. <laughs> um no i uh if i was paying that much i wanted to be i'd want it to be like vip oh wait maybe i'm looking at all right <laughs> you wait, are looking at me <laughs> i i messed up these are the little wayne vip <laughs> <laughs> i didn't click those on like full bottle service and <laughs> I messed up. Dude, oh man. It's not that much, but it's still gonna be a lot. My bad. I had to scroll down a tiny bit. Oh my god, this is like we're turning into like fake news. Alright, so how much did I say it was? Like five hundred four hundred and eighty six, I think, or four hundred and sixty seven or something like I that. I blew it. I blew it. That was fake news. <laughs> god damn it. All right, it's sitting tight. It says sit tight. We're securing your verified tickets. Okay, okay. You're not accidentally buying them, are right. you? Three hundred and five dollars and thirty cents. Okay, so it's only three hundred five dollars. <laughs> totally different. So it's it's a lot less, but uh, that's still, that's still a, a lot. lot. You could get like a PS4 <laughs> and a game. So I'm sorry. I, that was that was some little Wayne VIP. Yeah, yeah. You could like on like Black Friday or is that yeah Black Friday get like a really good TV. <laughs> For three hundred dollars. <laughs> oh man, I wonder if you should just cut all that out. Do you just keep that in? We'll see. I <laughs> <laughs> blew it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, so three- that was just a little side thing that it's just kind of like, come on, guys, you can, yeah, you can, you can do better than that. Because I think even I know I bought them on like Craigslist, but I remember me and Eric, who's listening, went and saw uh, Kanye. Oh yeah, and I think I paid fifty bucks a ticket for them, and they were they were like nosebleeds, but they were yeah. 
It was fucking Kanye. Well, we're talking this crazy for, show where yeah. it was like there's a pyramid and yeah. shit. There's there's money in his live performance, <laughs> or at least at that at that tour for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was the Yeezus tour, which was actually really yeah, cool. That was a good time. I was surprised. Uh, like it was uh, Yeezus is like. I mean, I think sometimes Kendrick I think that's my favorite. That too, it was good. Favorite was, Kanye. Kendrick was on, like on the, the opener for it. Oh, that's cool. I saw him live once with uh, Big Boy. Mm. They were that was a good show. Yeah. Anyway, but it was. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last live time music, I spent a lot fun. of money on this. This. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the last time I've I spent never. This money on tickets. I've never spent money like that on a ticket. What about for like the yeah, Broadway shows or something like that? Uh, I think like Vegas shows are cost a lot too. I've never sometimes. been to a Vegas show. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think Broadway even like the most I've like spent on like that would be like sixty something. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's so much money. Maybe we can win tickets on like the radio or yeah, something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Start listening to the radio and try to win some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many people are going to like when they do like the first 10, first five calls or whatever? Like I think not I know, that many people I think I know someone that works for iHeartRadio. Maybe I can try to get, have them. To... Nice. Well, while you're doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay. So, so, you know, maybe the show's not selling great, but I don't think that... You know, I don't want to get too like alarmist about it. No, like, I mean, Blink is still in a fine place, even if the tour like bombs, like whatever. Blink is bigger than a single tour, so <laughs> um, the album's still happening, and we do know some stuff. Even mm-hmm. though there has only been one single, um, we have a lot of information that they've given us about this album process. They've been pretty transparent with us. Um, which I like. I think they were like the same in the lead up to California. It wasn't very like secretive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, without further ado, should we go ahead and and start going over some of the stuff they've Let's said? Let's do it. You made a whole. Uh, I whole made a Google thing. Doc for this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I've kind of like br- broken it out chronologically, and again, I'm sure there's stuff that I I didn't include on here. Um, I know there is. Uh, there's stuff that's like I thought of, but these are some some pretty big stuff, uh, pretty big bullet points. Um, so uh, let's take us back all the way to 2017. That's that's in the way back machine. That's when uh, <laughs> this album kind of first started gestating. Mm. Um, around this time, uh, this time in the year and in, in 2017, they had just put out the California Deluxe album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I for some reason was thinking that was California, but yeah, that was right. That was yeah, California was twenty six. We started this in t- sixteen, two thousand sixteen. So yeah, we wow. we had an episode about the deluxe. Uh, good good album. Um, <laughs> it was cool. They, I mean, it was basically like getting like two albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so on the tour for that, uh, Mark told Billboard. Uh, in an interview that it was like an interview about the deluxe album, the tour. And he said, yeah, the plan is like, once this tour is done, we're going to go in the studio and uh, record our next album. Uh, And so like a little bit after that, Mark told NME, which is, if you remember our Enema of the State uh, album retrospective, uh, NME was the one that said like, they are a despicable band. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, Bridges have mended there. Um, but yeah, he, he talked about the album recording process and, um, one second, I'm just going to move this so I can read it. Uh, (laughs) so he said, we've already started talking about what we think the next album should be. It's been in very broad terms. We haven't written any new songs yet. We're going to start fresh next year. 
I think California took Blink back to back to its roots and what it's all about. And I think the next record, we want to push that boundary again. We'll keep the core of Blink-182, but we'll get a little more experimental. Kind of like what we did with the Untitled record, which I'm, we're all really proud of. It still sounded like Blink and had that Blink feeling, but it was different and a little more thought out. So right from the beginning, it's kind of like, hey, California was Blink. We did Blink. And now this next one, we're going to experiment with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they reference the Untitled, like almost every album they yeah. make. Like it's going to be kind of like Blake, but it would also like a little bit of the Untitled. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I definitely feel like there's more of a clear mission statement that that's what this is. Do you think that doing that, mentioning that is um, shooting themselves in the foot a little bit? Because it's it's like, we're going to do something like our best album ever made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for like some people you should be... compare what we're making to our magnum opus <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i'm just wondering if that's just not like the best thing to say i mean it's, it's something to get people excited like oh cool like i, mean, I think but in... I, I think they're being a, they're probably he's probably meaning to be a little bit more um that you know like what he said trying to be more experimental and try different things I, yeah i really think and, you know in 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 seeing you know how they've talked about this I think in, in when they were doing the lead up to California and they were saying like some songs are kind of like the entire, I think that was kind of shooting themselves in the foot. But I think this one, I think they're just kind of describing where their mindset's at right now um, of like when we did the Untitled, we were just like, who cares what this sounds like or who cares about worrying, you know, what it is. We're just going to make whatever we want. Yeah, it was like the first time that there, someone was like, there's no summer hit on this yeah, thing. Yeah, there's no rock show or yeah. first date. And I think that's what they're, like that's where they're at now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's interesting. I, I just think maybe just not say that we want, we were look, we're going for the a vibe. Or not, I don't know. It's not saying that he's going for the vibe of Untitled, but just like the idea of where their mind's at to get to the Untitled. Cause sometimes people I think will take that as like, this is anything like the it's going to sound like the Untitled. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's what he's saying. Yeah, I don't think so either, but um, I think just mentioning it is going yeah. to shoot them. can shoot them. I can see that. Before. I hope it doesn't, but, but yeah. Um, well, I mean, of course, we'd all love it to sound like that, but it's, it's oh, yeah. impossible. Jerry Finn's not there, unfortunately. Or like they just—you don't record music that same way anymore. Yeah, you know? so, yeah. Um, well, at any event, <laughs> 2017. I—I I, I don't know if there was really much else that we really heard, but but next, 2018, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Mark and Travis show up. Uh, there's like a Travis, like some drum beats, and uh, caption day one of recording. Damn. Blink 182. That was April. That was April. April 2018. That's how long. This has been the longest recording I think they've ever done. Yeah. I, I have to imagine it's not like, uh, hasn't been a full-time thing the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> like they're not all locked up in a house, but they're probably spending a decent amount of time on it every week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even if the slower weeks, maybe it's just like listening, but I would venture to guess there's like days in the studio every, you know, pretty much every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, yeah, it's, it's also writing too. So, so they're writing and recording definitely with this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, back in April, they started doing that. Um, April last year, April, la- yeah, yeah, yeah. April yeah. last year, 2018. Um, so a few months later in June, uh, Mark gave an interview with Zane Lowe on beats one. Uh, they, beats yeah, they, I think they debuted bored to death on, I on think that. so. Or I at think least they, listening to that. maybe neighborhood stuff. They have a, they have a good relationship with, uh, Mr. Lowe over there. Uh, so, Is so beats one an Apple pod, uh, Apple music thing. I think it's British, but I could be totally wrong. 
Beats One. I think that is an Apple Music thing. Yeah. Uh, well, you should look that up. Well, uh, so I'll read the, uh, the, the Mark quote, um, about the album. He said, it's still in the writing stage. So in June from April to June, they're still writing. Uh, so it'll probably change over time, but right now it's really aggressive and really catchy and dark and weird. I feel like he, Mark describes everything as really dark and yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you take California and compare it to Enemy of the State, I would say what we're writing now is more in line with take off your pants and jacket and untitled. Hmm. So, Still weird, still maybe a little more aggressive on the aggressive side of things. Oh. Uh, yeah, so where did you find Sorry. out where Beats 1? No, 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 that's it. Uh, yeah, Beats 1 is an Apple Music thing, but originally he, the Zane Lowe guy was on um, uh, was on uh, BBC Radio 1, which was the... Okay, so we were both right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool, okay, so, so the Beats 1 Apple... Uh, Apple branded, uh, which is kind of. I mean, I I don't have Apple Music. I think I only had the trial when it was going on. Yeah. But I think that's kind of neat that they have a, a radio station that's like a twenty four seven, like with actual DJs that, that do is stuff. Cool, yeah, that'd be cool. If Spotify did that, but they don't. But okay. <laughs> I don't need another fucking streaming service. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> uh, I already hate eighteen hundred too many. <laughs> do you have more than one? Well, not music streaming service, oh, but yeah. any streaming yeah. service regardless. Yeah. I already have the Funimation app. I can't. You still have it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. I was recently downloaded. Uh, I, there's an ad on Blank Check for Moody, Mubi. Yeah, Mubi. And uh, I might try a 30-day trial for it. That feels the same space as like the Criterion yeah. channel. I already got that. Yeah. Criterion channel is awesome, by the way. That one's worth it. Support that one. Yeah. You sh- if you like movies, you should. I'm not, we're not even getting paid for this. Um, <laughs> this has been brought to you by the Criterion Collection. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. We're sponsored by the Criterion Collection. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so in, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. in September 2018, so um, from April to September, this is still like, it's already been a while. Um, he just tweets, help, John Feldman is making me sing na-nas and woes. <laughs> That's funny that you have that in here. It's like the... <laughs> bullet point yeah bullet point um so you know that's um it was in all caps so clearly urgent i i guess someone helped him um that's i don't crazy. know i don't know if there's going to be nanas or woes in this i feel like probably less i thought he answered on like a twitter q a or something that there's none there's none but it was probably fuck you yeah, there's fuck none you. <laughs> we're never doing that again we're not even singing the chorus of all the small things live uh jesus yeah people really got to said about the woes i know um so 2018 he posts on instagram a picture recording vocals so definitely travis and mark uh and i I think matt was in pictures too like yeah but he was kind of like this is in the middle of him probably doing the alkaline Alkaline trio trio stuff yeah so probably more heavy on mark and travis and probably john feldman Mm -hmm. like putting stuff together um so January of this year. Uh, so at this point now, what, it's been like six months or something of recording, seven months? Yeah, you said that it was April, day one recording was oh, so April eight, 2018. Eight, eight, nine months. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Alkaline Trio's uh, doing a performance at uh, 101 WKQX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Chicago, Chicago radio station. Uh, Alkaline Trio's San Diego. Um, and... It was like a live performance that I watched, and I kind of like transcribed some of the dialogue, uh, which I will now read back. Really? Well, well, it was pretty cool information. Was it kind of like a sit down kind of? It was like an acoustic show, and like in between, uh, in between, like. 
the sets or whatever, mm. the dude like like, hey, so uh, Matt, can you talk about no no? So the can you talk about the bigger band that you recently <laughs> joined. There there was a lot of Alcalantrio questions, okay. and then the like the. It was weird uh, how he led into Blink. He did try to like dance around it. It was he just like said out of nowhere like, "So we're living in the age of the gig economy. Some people drive for Lyft. Some people drive for Uber too. <laughs> you have another band, Matt. Oh my about, god! Tell me about your gig with Blink One Eighty Two. I don't know if he sounded anything like that, but in my mind, he he did. So Matt, wow. Matt said, uh, I was in the studio right before I came out and I go back in a couple days and then Dan, like, uh, Dan Andriano, the other guy, uh, he was sings. Yeah. He starts like laughing and he's like, you guys are going to have to change the name. It's like full on black metal. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> and, and Matt is like, well, there are blast beats on one of the songs. Travis did them just for me. And then Dan said, fuck yeah. <laughs> and that's all they said. <laughs> So, wow! Black metal song. Um, What's a blast beat? Blast beats are like, oh, okay, okay. You know yeah, the yeah, yeah, the yeah. double bass drum, like, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Deaf heaven. Uh, okay. Yeah. What the like? What? <laughs> That's just a joke. Like they just they said. I think he. I think he was like serious. Yeah. Like <laughs> the way it was. Yeah. No, I'm pretty. I there. I I don't know about black metal, but it's definitely blast beats. He was like. Like there are blast beats on on one song. Wow! Yeah, hopefully we get it. Yeah, okay. I hope we get that. That's like <laughs> I want to hear bl- what is that? What does Blink sound like doing that? Well, doesn't like a lot of like the like, stuff like um, you know I'm not well versed in like the newer sort of um, popular pop punk at the moment, but like stuff like the Data Remember, don't they have sort of like uh, little moments like they have that like sometimes? Some, I think some of those bands will do moments. like some double bass drum or things like that. Yeah, so I guess it could be like that, but I hope it's more like weird. <laughs> just like yeah, because a lot of those like kind Six of... Eight wasn't really it was heavy and didn't really have a vibe like anything else. Really, I mm-hmm. like I want more of that. Yeah, that was a cool song. Although I want the guitar, the guitars in Six Eight. The more I listen to that, like. I haven't listened to it in a while, actually. The production on the guitars suck. They sound so weak. They sound like I plugged it directly into GarageBand or Mm. something, you know? Like, I want them to be, like, big. You live in a world I cannot believe. I have to go back and listen. I haven't listened to the volume, volume two, the deluxe songs in a while. Actually. Oh yeah, I haven't kind of revisit those. Uh, yeah, it's some of them have aged really well on me. Uh, the long lost feeling mm. is maybe my favorite of the whole, oh. like nice. the whole shebang. Yeah. Um, so uh, after the blast beats thing, a uh, month later in February, Travis um, did an interview with Loudwire, and he said a lot. Um, I don't know if I should read this whole thing. Yeah, why not? Um, all right, uh, you want to you want to go? You want to let's let's right, have I'll try the, to I'll try to speak. Give him a break from my voice. You good with uh, um, any uh, electricity from the lap for the laptop? Oh yeah, I'm cool. fine. Okay. All right, so Travis interview with Livewire in February. 20- Loudwire. Loudwire. <laughs> Livewire. I already can't read. <laughs> February good the start. this year. <laughs> 
what is Loudwire? I, I don't know. It's like a internet website. <laughs> internet okay. website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm old. All right. There we go. So I, uh, he says, I feel like California was similar to Enema of the State and take off your pants and jacket. Reestablishing the band, giving fans what they really want and expect from Blink. Now we got that out of our system naturally. Um, now that we got that out of our system naturally, we're now not writing like that this time. It's more experimental. It's not like you're listening and thinking, oh, I've heard that before. Oh, I can compare this to uh, this other song. With this album, we're reestablishing new songs, new rhythms, new ideas. Where I look back at when I, where I look back at California, you could compare Cynical to other fast songs we've done. Uh, I could put She's Out of Her Mind down as a brother-sister record to rock show or first date. The songs on the new album don't have any brothers or sisters. Damn. That's an interesting quote. They don't sound like anything we've done before. Songs on self-titled like Feeling This and I Miss You. I really feel like those didn't sound like anything Blink had touched on before. I just know we're doing that again. That's exciting to me. That's awesome. I, I remember reading that and like, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I want. I think that's kind of like good. I never really heard someone say like this one has no brothers or yeah, sisters. Yeah, that's like it. that's poetic. Yeah. Travis, if you're listening, write that down. Use that for a song later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's something kind of like cool about that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah and I like that. And feeling this and I miss you. Yeah, I mean, nothing sounded like that before or since that mm-hmm. they did, and that's what's cool about them. So I like that they're they they have a good track record of just like when they get into that mode, they do cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's exciting. Like that's an interesting, good way to put it. Um, of just kind of like, yeah, nothing sounds like anything we've done before, and I'm excited for that. I might not like it. I might love it, but who knows? Uh, I, I have here, Ryan has to poop. It was a good poop. I uh, I was hoping you are going to read the date of it. Too. April 15th, 2019. <laughs> I snuck that in just as for you. Just oh. kind of as a joke. I wasn't sure if like, are you trying to tell me something? Do you want me to pause this? Do you need to? <laughs> no, not at all. I just like, when I was reading through this, scrimming through it yesterday, I was just like, I'm going to put something funny <laughs> from Mike Mac. I thought I was hoping you were going to like stumble upon it. Like <laughs> <laughs> April 25th, 2019. Ryan has to poop. <laughs> yeah. It was a good poop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that was for me. No, no, you're, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> This was a Ken Burns S documentary up until now. Yeah, because you have like this. It's just, basically it's a fucking four, five page document that uh, just like the behind fucking, the curtain, like Watergate papers. Yeah, and so I was just like, I'm gonna sneak a little little bullet point in there. <laughs> uh, well, I'm happy for you, April fifteenth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, so moving on, there was a song. <laughs> there's a song with a working title of Paris that is based on a Travis beat. Uh, I, I don't remember where this was said. It definitely was, but I remember that they, they said at one point that a lot of the songs are based on beats, um, mm. Travis beats. And that's how like they kind of ended up putting them together. Like they did after midnight. They said blame it on my youth was one mm, that was mm. based around a beat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think, do you, do you think Paris was blame it on my, I'm guessing not. Mm, I don't, interesting. They have a history of having some like really different. Well, Paris titles. is one of his kids, right? Is it? Doesn't he have a daughter named Paris? He might. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe it's like a song. Maybe not. Maybe it's in Alabama or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know he has someone Alabama. Um, maybe I'm... Paris Barker? <laughs> Where am I hearing that from? Paris Hilton? Maybe, maybe it's about... Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe it's about Paris Hilton. You know what I'm thinking of? Hmm. 
Paris Jackson. Paris Jackson? Wow. <laughs> How did you confuse <laughs> a Jackson with a Barker? I don't know. I was thinking like they kind of have like the, uh, I feel like his daughter looks like similar in a way. I don't mm. know. Yeah. Just kind of like rich sort of uh, kid. Yeah, that's like into Instagram or something. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Continue. <laughs> Uh, so maybe during, he was just in France, you know? Yeah. I think that's probably, it's probably like about like the city, yeah. Paris. Um, <laughs> what if, what if the next album they do is, uh, France? Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Uh, can't go back to Perry. Um, so in March, the music festival happened, Musink. uh, music that Travis Barker doesn't, uh, like run it or it's not his festival, but I think he's like the guy who like puts it together. It's not. I thought he was one of them. I only know that. Cause in the interview that I was talking about oh. the, the interviewer, like asked them and Travis is like, actually I don't run it or I don't uh, own it or anything. I just like, I manage it. Mm. Like I'm hired by them to, to oh, do okay. It. So he's, it's, so he's like kind of like the executive producer. He puts it all together and like he, it sounds like he picks like the bands and it, his, you know, him being who he is allows him to kind of get some, yeah, bands yeah, yeah, yeah. and art and he picks the tattoo artists and all that stuff so um definitely very involved um probably more involved than you would think if he were just like the owner mm-hmm. um but anyway so there is uh he talked a little bit about the the new album and he said some so right now we know about the substance it's weird and it has blast beats um <laughs> <laughs> so he also says um they are working with Feldman again, but not exclusive exclusively. And we saw that in uh Blame It on My Youth had like different producers. Um he referenced two producers they're working with. One is a duo called the Futuristics. Hmm. Um and another is Pharrell. Yeah. And there were pictures of Pharrell in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was out of I guess in the same way like the blast beats, like what? Like out of left field. Yeah. Um right. but I'm like just as much with the blast beats, like, okay, what yeah, does that what sound that? like? Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think Pharrell's involved? Do you think he's like singing on anything? Or I don't know. What do is... you think it's just behind the scenes? Like, cause he, he, he does a lot of producing. I can see it just being behind the scenes, but His stuff with Justin is, Timberlake was awesome. That's the first time we have something, you know, a guest singer on a song though. So who knows? It could happen. Yeah. You know, but, uh, I can see it just being behind the scenes kind of thing. What do you think he's like? I don't know. I have no idea. I, I really can't even think. Like, what do you think? I mean, I, I have no really thoughts on this. I have no idea. Either. I'm just imagining, like, uh, maybe there's going to be a song that's really synth heavy and, mm. like, kind of that production style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, so in that in that same conversation, he said, yeah, it's, any, it's still anything goes. Uh, the same vibe as the self-titled. Literally anything goes. I think we're creating one of the most important Blink albums, and I'm really proud of it. Oh, cool. So they're, yeah, I mean, they're definitely beating the drum of, like, this is Anything Goes. I think I think this album is, is really, you know, from what they're saying, shaping up to be something where it's like a grab bag of, of stuff. And I think we're definitely, I think one thing we can say for certain is that the songs are not going to be very samey. I think we're going to get a lot of like different shit, like yeah, different yeah, sounding yeah, yeah. stuff. I'm trying to look at Pharrell's like produced songs and stuff and see if there's anything that kind of like steps sticks out as like, yeah. Something similar to this. What are some like, uh, big songs? I mean, big produced? ones he did like blurred lines. Um, one that 
is one of my favorites. A Sweet Life by Frank Ocean he produced. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Uh, Blurred Lines is a big one. Um, you know, of course, like Happy, you know, was a big one of his. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other look at ones that aren't him. Yeah. He did an Ed Sheeran song, Sing. I don't know that one, do you? No. <laughs> um, let me see. Some Snoop Dogg, some Kid Cudi. Did, wait, did, did Pharrell produce Drop It Like It's Hot? Um, I don't think so. That was like early. That, like, that was... Pharrell was around. Like he was... I feel like he was... Maybe I'm like imagining This things. only has like his earliest producing credit or his singles produced was 2005. He was... No. Uh, so it was Snoop Dogg featuring Pharrell and the producer was the Neptunes, which was Pharrell and... And Drop It Like It's Hot? And Chad Hugo. Wow. Okay. So maybe he did his earlier production on under the Neptunes, not Pharrell. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Do you are you like hearing a common theme? With not this at all. Stuff? Not really. Yeah, I think if anything else, maybe looking at these shows, he he's pretty diverse. He produced Hot in Here. Oh wow! <laughs> now we're talking about a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find. Uh, okay, here's a Fall Out Boy song. He produced a Fall Out Boy song. W A M S. I think that? we. I think we should listen to that. Like, that's an example of him producing a pop punk band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Senorita. What Fall Out Boy album was this? Folia Deluxe. He did Hella Good, the No Doubt song. Oh, okay. That's a classic. Yeah, that's a really good... Okay, there's some good stuff. Holla Back Girl by Gwen Stefani. So, no, <laughs> a lot of No Doubts. Yeah, Drop It Like It's... I think Drop It Like It's Hot is, like, one of the top 10 songs of the, like, 21st century. It's... The production on that is like mind blowing. How simple it is, and like how little is there. He did a couple of Britney Spears songs. Did I'm a slave for you? Yeah. Or boys. Boys. So Pharrell is on the new album. Uh, you're at least producing it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I. I don't know. I I can. I I don't know what to expect with that. So uh, later that year, uh, later this year in March, uh, Mark went back to Enemy, uh, the magazine again that said Enema the State uh, was made by a despicable. I'm going to say Enemy, but I guess that's how you're supposed to say it. Yeah. How do you, how else do you say it? Enemy. Enemy. Do you think, you, yeah, Enemy. Yeah, enemy. I guess that's Enemy. His, yeah. um, so he says again, it's very different than California. It's a lot more aggressive. It's darker in theme and tone. If you like California and a mistake, then this is more like the title. We're trying to experiment in tone, trying to experiment more, trying different sounds and trying to expand on what we think Blink-22 is. So again, different and darker. Different and dark. So here's, here's the fucking bomb drops. Blame it on my youth is released. <laughs> uh, Skiva is on Instagram and someone asks him what his favorite, like about Blame It On My Youth and what his favorite song is. And he says, all caps, so glad you dig it about Blame It On My Youth. I have several favorites. The album is going to make people very happy, happy, I reckon. Well, I really didn't 
type this well. Um, I'm proud to blame it on my youth, but it isn't my favorite. Not today. It was yesterday. There's a lot of dynamics to this album. No two songs are alike, but every song is a Blink-182 song for show. Nice. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it sounds like, again, yeah, same thing we keep hearing. That's crazy. A great interview on uh, Blink-155. Um, so th- they, he was on, Mark Hoppus was on Blink-155 Yeah, a little call he called in. Yeah, and he, some of the interview, they talked about the, the new album on there. And uh, some of the things they said, uh, they, talking about Blame It On My Youth, he said he wasn't purposefully meant to be a radio-friendly pop hit, um, that when he writes music, he usually he tries to not try like write what they think people are going to expect from mm-hmm. Blink, because usually if he does that, it's not good. Um, he doesn't, if, even if he were to write like a radio pop song, he doesn't know what that would mm-hmm. be, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. really. But Blame It On My Youth is just one of the 50-plus songs That's nuts. Uh, that they've written. Um, so they've written a, a fuck ton of songs. Um, so he thought it had like an immediacy to it. That's yeah. 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 That's what I was going to, um, mention when you were talking about them sort of in the mindset of the entitled album. Yeah. Um, but for me, I'm like writing 50 songs, just kind of like doing them all and then picking from some from them. I don't think is going to make the, uh, the consistency that we were talking about or like the kind of like a story throughout you know like yeah I, that's what i'm kind of like not like sto- exactly it's a lot about. i mean it's a lot and there is like a kind of like quality over quantity concerns that you know i start to have like flash or like scary thoughts of the rivers excel spreadsheet or something <laughs> yeah i mean I, I, but yeah, it's a long time too that they've been doing it is this. yeah and so like it's a lot of different songs and ideas and and even when he says 50 songs, that doesn't mean they're all like totally complete, you know, right. kind of things. But like, uh, and how many, how many songs, like keep in mind too, that, that Mark, uh, and to a lesser extent, Travis, but definitely Mark is a songwriter who has not written, a, like not had the opportunity to write and put out a lot of songs over the last like 20 years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he probably has much. like binders of just ideas and stuff when he was doing like the second plus 44 album that are probably still lying around. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of material that they have just kind of lying around that might be like, let's try, even if they're not like doing that, but just like, what about like this thing from that old Mm -hmm. thing and using it here? Yeah, I I agree. Like it's, that's kind of like, I think a band this big, the kind of way they kind of make an album, I think, uh, you definitely get more of the magic if you do do the like the lock yourself in a house for yeah. two months and try to make something because everything's going to be really, um, like you know tell that story through this and have yeah. a con- uh, consistency through the songs. Yeah. Or what, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like the sort of just like it um, all sounds like cohesive. cohesive yeah. yeah. And I think that's what's hard about writing. You know, it remains to be seen and, how this is. Yeah. It it would be a little. I hope that. I guess the the fear of having what we're hearing about this everything be different is that it just sounds like a playlist or something, mm-hmm. um, which could be cool. I mean, that, that, I think that could be like a cool way to even um, put out the album as if it is yeah, like that this is. like playlist. That and, is kind of neat, yeah. like kind of like a um, Mac DeMarco's first album, the uh, Rock and Roll Nightclub. How he kind of <laughs> has like the like you're listening to KW3. Yeah. Like, not probably <laughs> have to do that, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But like it's sort of set up as if it's like this. Uh, um, radio station like the Reservoir Dogs soundtrack or something mm. you know that kind of goes in and out or Ryan it. Radio yeah or Ryan Radio <laughs> where put movie quotes in between songs to you're uh, listening to Ryan Radio <laughs> so I mean that's a just I think that could be a cool way of doing it and I think yeah. I I think what I'm was, and we'll probably get into this predictions and it's and I've mentioned this before is just like um 
and we talked about this on the end of the state show it's just songs like leading out from other ones is the the coolest thing to me like the transitions I don't know between if songs I'm, i do think that is cool but i, I don't i think you you are more in, it's more your thing than mine it's just that blows my mind i love it so much <laughs> When a song you can't, you know, hear you can do that the, in like five minutes on like. Yeah, a, I know. All, do it. <laughs> Why are they doing it? It's so easy. <laughs> no, I just have like I don't know. Like I just love that so much, and it uh, it makes you feel like it's an that album second and second a playlist side like of Abbey Road. Just like yeah, yeah. I, I it's cool. It it is cool. And so that to me, parakeet chords. What's that one? Parakeet um, chords. Parakeet yeah. chords. It's no, freaking um, uh, God. The first two songs on um. The gold that um, one's more of like a more than just a feedback like thing right isn't that oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it it's does like like the that's it's that like shit. the drums and i stuff. like that a lot the feedback or whatever is not whatever no for like me. even like having like and i know you can do this in like your spotify and add like a 15 second or a five second crossfade between your songs yeah. <laughs> but just like just keep having going. like the you know ring out and then hearing ding 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 ding, ding, ding coming through with yeah. the last song happening yeah. is just like it is nice and the tones are the similar like they're like the same yeah. key yeah so, i mean that's that's the challenge i think it remains to be we've only heard one song so who knows if this sounds cohesive and, uh, it doesn't California. have to be. But it it doesn't just, have to be, no. But, but I'm just saying like that makes, yeah. for me, like a, a album listening experience even more greater. Yeah. I I, I mean, that was kind of the magic of the uh, Untitled is that it was all over the place, but it did feel like the same album. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think California was pretty good at being cohesive. Some, it, some it, parts of it. Yeah. But, but yeah, so. But no, I think it's exciting to see like they're, you know, that they're just spewing out in ideas information. Yeah. But the thing is, it is, has been, um, you know, two years almost. Of yeah. Recording, I, so. Yeah. And it, it's been a long time. I hope they are without Jerry Finn there. Like, I hope that there's still someone who's really concerned about like, I want this guitar to sound good. And I want this drum to sound good. I want this bass to sound good. And I think that was kind of the, for me, I like blame it on my youth, but the thing I didn't like the most is I thought, the bass and the guitar just are kind of buried in the mix. Mm-hmm. And I don't want, like, I don't want that. I want to, um, I want to hear them. Like, and I want them to sound cool and like, take your time to make, it sounds like some of the tones are cool, but they were, it was just, it's like buried. It's like lower than the backing vocals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a strange one, but you know, I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what they come up with and everything. It just, it's like, yeah. Um, it well, so it says here in, in this uh, interview that, Mark did talk about the production um, and he, he was really excited about like the way modern production is where you can just be changing stuff so radically. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone who, you know, they recorded an the state on real, like real to real, real to real. So someone who kind of came up in that environment, probably I, I could see the appeal of like, we can just like change everything in like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's probably pretty fun. And, so, and you know, so he says they did experiment with different guitar tones, drum, uh, program drums and layering stuff. And I like that, but like, let me hear it. I hope we hear, hear mm-hmm. the guitar tones. Yeah. 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 Um, and he also said that their, their foundation is pop punk, but like, that's it. They're, they're just a band. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of like, so they've sort of, um, tried to like get off that, that title for a long time, you know, yeah. kind of the, just be a rock band. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of, I mean, with these days, like just, that's he, the way he kind of talks about it. Like, Bands don't stay in the same thing anymore, you know. Yeah, it's, I mean, so many well, some sub-genres. some do, but but yeah. yeah, I think the most inter- generally the most interesting bands just like 
not that Blink is Radiohead, but we were talking about them earlier. Like, they're not, what genre are they? They're just a band, you mm-hmm. know? And I think, yeah, Blink, like, the Untitled record is, like, just all over, you know, it's, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a band. It's rock and or roll. Rock and or roll. <laughs> uh, so the Blink announced after, you know, recently they're touring with Lil Wayne. We talked about how that's going to, you know, probably end in the breakup of the band. Um Travis responded to a complaint because there were some like people like, look, I don't like rap. Um, <laughs> so Travis said in the new album, uh, entire album is with Wayne double disc box set. <laughs> so that's what I'm just so worried about. And I've said this before too. It's just like, uh, just the access now with like Twitter and everything and Instagram and the, how easy it is to see people talking shit about things just makes me so worried for everyone I love just like they're just headspace and just just destroying themselves yeah I don't know it's too bad yeah it does it does (laughs) because I the the way like you know algorithms work even more like I think like that stuff probably even is harder to be uh in the the wind like just to go by it's probably more pushed into their face than it ever before yeah totally (laughs) because it's like uh by what you follow and everything and like you're going into your little search, you know, little thing on Twitter and just seeing like what's recommended to you. And it's like, it knows exactly what I'm going to be interested in like seeing if I can either love it or hate it. It's yeah. just so crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, hopefully they're just doing the Ryan Johnson thing and finally blocking yeah. people. It took him a long time to finally say, fuck it. He just stop block, block, block. Yeah. Yeah. I trust their, they'll handle it. They handle it well. Yeah. Um, if they're listening, I just you know, can't imagine. I just can't sorry, imagine. sorry, you have to see that, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the last thing I have here, this was May. We're recording this in June of 2019. So in May 2019, Travis said, uh, we have over 40 re- songs recorded. So, um, guess 10 songs without Travis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've never actually recorded that many songs for an album before, but it's a matter of, I don't know, our exp- expectations are crazy. And, you know, only 10 or 12 will be on the album. Uh, but we have those 10, 11, 10 to 12 that are bangers. Oh, we've got to have the 10 to 12 that are bangers. Mm-hmm. I think we're in a place where we don't want to repeat ourselves. We've done this for so long. We just want the absolute best. Rad. So I like that there's kind of a note there that like, yeah, we're doing 40 songs, but like we're mining, maybe it's a lot, but like we're going to take our time and make this really good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Like it's, yeah, I mean, it's cool. It just, like I said, they're kind of just exploding with, you know, creativity and everything like that. Yeah. I just hope that, uh, yeah, just I can't wait. Hopefully it's rad. So let's lock down some, some predictions here. Right? Okay. Okay. Uh, first off, I think there, there's two questions that I immediately came to my mind. There's 40 or 50 songs. There's only going to be 10 or 12 in the album. That means there's some stuff that's we've heard of that might not be in the album. Mm-hmm. So do you think the Pharrell song is going to make the cut? Oh man, I see. That's the thing is, I don't, I don't expect him singing on an album type of thing. I don't, I don't either. But but do you think the one he produces? Or, or was maybe, involved maybe in. the one he was involved in because I, I couldn't think of an idea until just now like maybe what it was maybe it was more of a I miss you type of song or like mm. a um, Ooh, maybe like, a, a, like a sad slow synth heavy song yeah like or kind maybe of a, like built around a beat the um, um, home is such a lonely place maybe kind of more of like a a, a ballady kind of more yeah. simplified song kind of thing um, not that I miss you is a, a ballad but just more of like a kind of 
stripped down sort of song that's maybe right. yeah with a lot of like maybe electronic sounds and things yeah that'd be um, cool i could see that being on it i don't think it will i don't know they probably paid him a lot of money and then they're gonna have to put it on the album you know yeah it'll be the <laughs> japanese bonus track um, pharrell's probably not cheap but do you think the blast beats are gonna be on the album that one i'm gonna guess is gonna be and i have no idea i, I barely even know what, I, what blast beats were until you said it, it was i'm like oh yeah um, I'm going to guess that's going to be on uh, a deluxe oh, version. I hope it's on the album. I yeah. really hope. And I hope it's like, I hope it's heavy and weird. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. it's not like a just like kind of generic like metal core emo mm-hmm. thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I think there will be some harder tracks for sure. I do. Th- yeah, I think there's going to be really hard stuff. And I think there's going to be really poppy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, California was nominated for a Grammy. Mm-hmm. Will this be nominated for a Grammy? I'm going to predict, I would love it. That'd be great for Bling Way to the one in that Grammy, but I'm going to predict no. I'm going to say yes. Yeah? Because how many giant rock bands are out there? I just think that it was probably more of a legacy thing, you know, that they got nominated. And it was back. It was such a big thing. Like, yeah. like almost as if they they haven't been around. What if this album's awesome? Like, what if? I fucking hope. So that's another question I have. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I I, I hope it is. All right. It is going to be nominated, which I don't think it will. But yes. (laughs) <laughs> I want to be positive. I got to be the secret here and say, yeah, yes, it's going to happen. And then it'll happen. Da Vinci had it. <laughs> Michelangelo. Um, okay. So California was nominated for a Grammy. Wasn't this that one, the same year the Weezer was nominated for the, the White, White album? album? Yeah. Which would have been cool. Didn't like Pedro the Lion win or something? Something no. like that. Uh, anyway. Something doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Portugal the Man. Uh, that one didn't win. That oh. one That one won a la- year later, I think. Mm. Which uh, it's crazy that Portugal the Man got like super famous and now are like a one hit wonder. Yeah, right. When they've been like, it, as far as like, if you were, they've been around forever. Yeah. Like my college did a music video for them. And so uh, weird that like they've, uh, became a one hit wonder. Became a one hit wonder. <laughs> uh, do you think Pitchfork is going to review this album? Oh, they didn't, did they do California? Yeah, they did. They, did. they gave it like a 5.5. But it was like, in classic Pitchfork style, it was like a pretty positive 5.5. Yeah. It was like, this is devoid of all substance, but it's fun. <laughs> um, will Pitchfork review it? I think I if, think they will. That's my... You uh, think they will? Yeah. I think, and I think that's more like where Pitchfork's at more than like where Blink's at. I think Pitchfork has bended more towards like mass, just big stuff. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, they didn't used to. Like they review like Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Taylor Swift is something else. It's like another level compared to, yeah, to Blink. Yeah, true, true. This is like second tier pop. Yeah, because they're not really reviewing like Fallout Boy, I don't think. No, but. But they'll review like Joyce you know Manor. What? They probably realize, yeah, like a lot of their probably readers are were Blink-182 fans and yeah. stuff. So they probably would. Cause they I have bet been California re- got a lot of clicks they've been re- Yeah, they've been doing like the Weezer stuff and everything as yeah. well. And um, yeah, and they realize like, yeah, Joyce Manor and all those guys like grew up like with Blink and stuff and the people yeah. writing for Pitchfork now or probably grew up with Blink and yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's so. probably someone on staff who's like, oh, I'll do it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. yeah, they probably will. You're right. Like they probably wouldn't have... Do you um, think it's... What do you think... What do you uh, predict it's going to get? <sighs> All right, so... Best got, new music? What did, let's, what did California get? I, I think mean, it got 5.5. Let's get the exact... Uh, just so you can compare. <laughs> Pitchfork. Um, California. Blink-182. All right, it got, yeah, five point five. You nailed it. Um, I'm gonna say, should we guess if it's lower or higher than this? No, no, no. I want like a 
Exact. Ugh. You got to write it down then or something. Put it put it in these notes. It'll we'll, be we'll record we're recording yeah, this. We'll, we'll have to go back and listen to okay. it. Okay. All right. I'll I'll put it down. <laughs> All right. My prediction is it'll be um it'll be like a 5.3 or something. Wow. Like that. So less than California and still like 5.3. That's not very good. <laughs> well, damn. I don't know. I have a feeling it'll be lower. I have this feeling that they're going to be like California was cool. This one is feels like I have this feeling just from listening to these everything you just said that it's not going to be cohesive. I think yeah. it's going to be good songs, but not cohesive. I'm going to say I think they're more in line of wanting a cohesive sort of album than, than I yeah. I am going to say they're going to give it a 6.7. Seven. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was going to guess if it if I was higher. I, I think it's going to be higher. I think they're going to be like, there's some stuff here. I think they're going to say there's like one song or two songs. It's like, wow, this is like pretty impressive. Okay, cool. But then they're going to be like, but it's weighed down by embarrassment. So blah, blah, blah. Um, so right. I think, I think I, they're going to say mixed bag. And I think they're going to like some, be, be, some songs are going to be like, wow, it's impressive. that Blink would do this. But then some songs you're like, wow, it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> despicable <laughs> all right i could see that yeah i, I I'm, I'm more leaning toward that 6.7 ish kind of thing but i have a feeling do you want me to ch- i have it written this 5.3 for you oh, sure. keep keep me there i'm all gonna right. i'm gonna go with that it's gonna be around the same as california okay wise yeah i mean 6.7 still like i'm not they're not giving it best new music I that's don't think. that's pretty high for pitchfork i know though, i know that's 7. a little i feel like that's, that's a little why optimistic. i'm like because 5.5 is low but it's like they use the full scale yeah the, 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 and i'm saying like let me look at maybe like a recent album that got reviewed that I liked that was like loaded around like 6.7 or something like the that. Mac DeMarco one, I think was something. They, yeah. 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 And like that album, that. like it's not my favorite Mac DeMarco album, but it's a nice little thing. And that, yeah. And be honest, I'm like, Oh, that sounds about right. Like a seven <laughs> sounds about right for this yeah. album. So, um, well, I think there, there's only two questions I have left. Okay. Uh, will there be louder guitars? Will we get, will, are, are all the guitars going to be quiet? <laughs> um, I think that I think there'll probably be a couple songs like six seven that was that the six name eight six eight that uh will have louder guitars like that um but I think that it's gonna be probably like a a third of it will have loud guitars yeah. and the two thirds won't you're probably right I think it'll be like just a handful of songs like maybe a couple that will be kind of like loud kind of rock songs I think a lot of them will kind of probably be into this uh this vibe yeah yeah i think so too mm-hmm. i wish that wasn't the case but uh well uh i'm excited but they might I'm be cool like i i if they might be fun like they might be cool little yeah. songs so. yeah I, I love synth stuff so mm-hmm. um okay the last question the mo- you know the, the most important one what do you think the fan reaction is going to be like what do you think the overall uh sentiment will be about the- where is this album going to be i don't think it'll change as much as Blink has ever been. It'll stay the same kind of thing where most, the loud people, most people that we'll see actually posting will be like, this is just the worst thing ever. Yeah. And then there'll be a handful of people that are like, I actually like it. You know, you know, it's growing on me. And, uh, Excuse me. yeah, it'll be, it's growing on me and stuff like that. And I think that's just probably what, it's not going to be what people expect. People hate change. Yeah. And if it's different, people, which it sounds like by all accounts, it's going to be different. I hope it's way different. And if I like it or I don't, I just want it to be something different. Than I think before. it's. I think it is going to be something different. Yeah, wanting the same, like like Mark says in that uh, 155 interview, like having can't write the same thing over and over again. And right. 
It's never going to live up to it. You got to have something different. You got to fucking you already have the old stuff. You got to last Jedi this shit. Yeah, last Jedi. Yeah, or you're gonna die. You have to kill your kill your heroes. Yeah, you have to let the past die. Yeah, let the past die. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or take what the pet the or then flip that you know and and take the the best things of the past and and but pull pull them to the future you know. Wow. Try to do something. You said it right. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's a, like FDR is, is it here in the room? I, I, I do want it to be different. I want it to be cool. Um, yeah. The biggest thing, like I said, I've said this a hundred times, just want some instrumentals. Yeah. yeah. I want to just groove. Uh, I guess I, yeah. Do you think there's going to be? No, some, I don't think you so. You don't think so? No, the whole, <laughs> I bet there'll be some. I no, hope, I hope so. No, I, I mean, I, what I'm talking about, not instrumental like song, but just right. like a, no, I think there might be, but I'm just saying like I... Like the beginning of Carousel. I mean, I know you're even talking about stuff less than that, less extreme than that. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering like... Like going away to college in the bridge. Yeah. Or like, you know, uh, and this is all, this is Tom. The beginning like of Mutt. Asthenia or like uh, All the Ways and like yeah. um, those are all kind of Tommy kind of things that yeah. are not really... Obvious. Like... Yeah. I mean, that'd be sick. Yeah. And I just want to be able to groove and just like, just hear some I miss you. There's a lot of, there's a lot yeah. of like just music in it. Yeah. yeah. That, I want that too. And, um, that's the biggest thing. Like that'll be the only thing. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. I mean, I'm probably going to like it, but, uh, I would, I would be more disappointed if there wasn't just wall to wall vocals. Yeah. yeah. That would be the thing that would really just be like, oh, come on guys. I want to like, hear it some, it'd be weird and poppy or whatever the hell. I'm just like, could I want to hear understand some music. What that, yeah to like it but i just yeah. want to hear those guys play some instruments you know? yeah they're good at that too yeah i don't know but that's the thing i, I think i said this at the end of each show the last since we've been back but yeah i want to groove <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well uh i i think we we've kind of locked down everything we need to mm-hmm. um yeah that's the i'm whole, excited went, that was a good timeline you got going on with this yeah i think you know like i said there's a lot of stuff we didn't talk about i'm sure and but this is like this is almost like all like the news that we probably would have covered like on in that one bullet point on each episode for the yeah, last right? year these all know? would have been like a whole episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah so cool the whole things with wayne <laughs> uh all right well uh we have a few things left uh yeah. left on the table um I, should we do this as a what's up with tom the, the check-in? Yeah. How about how about so? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go see what's up with Tom. Used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182, but he wanted to move on and do something new. Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy, questioning the notions about our reality. We just want to know what's up with Tom. Uh, so this is also kind of a what's up with Eric as well. Yeah. Uh, we have a, uh, this has been a pretty journalist heavy episode mm-hmm. and we have a field reporter who, who's out there in the shit. He's been on the show before. He was on a show. I think one that you weren't on one time. Oh yeah. He subbed in as me. Yeah. 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 Eric. Yeah. I don't remember what episode of that that was. Yeah. yeah. That, what did, do you remember what you guys talked about? Did you talk about Weezer? No, it was built this pool. Built this. Oh yeah, there's a whole episode oh, about yeah. built this pool. He did a, a beautiful cover of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on our SoundCloud. I think you yeah. should listen to it. It's it's actually really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all acapella, right? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he has been uh, reading a book uh, <laughs> called Strange Times, written by Thomas Matthew Delange. Yeah, and uh, someone else. Uh, this wasn't Susan Young, right? And it wasn't A.J. Hartley. It was, uh, well, while you're pulling that up. Um, so he uh, 
has uh, made a field report. Um, Jeff Herbach. Jeff Herbach. Okay. I think so, that's how you say it. So uh, uh, he's been reading it. I, he's not finished with it yet. Uh, he's 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 a decent chunk in though, and he sent us this clip. Uh, we're just gonna play it. And uh, Ryan and I what is the, what is I I kind of missed it because it was in the group chat. And I, I kind of missed like all like what was going to happen with that. I was kind of skimming through it. Well, yeah. So, I was working so or something when you yeah. guys were talking about it. So Eric has he's he's going to be sending us clips of just sort of his reviews as uh, his thoughts as on, on the book. Like as a book club it. kind of thing. Right. Just like a book club. Just reading um, it so we don't have to read it. Right. Because you know <laughs> reading's dumb. Uh, I'm kidding. Reading's great. Uh, but I'm reading Game of Thrones right now. I don't have time to also read another epic. Um, did, why did he decide on a strange times? Cause he was just like, so yeah, we were, we were looking at the other, like the options on the table where the poet Anderson books, uh, the strange time book and the secret machine book. Mm-hmm. And you know, while, while I'm mentioning this, you know, this isn't just to like, it's just interesting. Tom has written like some books, you know, and like, it's a whole thing that I have <laughs> any other it. podcast talking about his books. I don't know. Yeah. Like <laughs> what's going on in these books? Like that's a lot <laughs> of time and energy to write a book yeah and we just like haven't i mean they're geared to your younger audience so we haven't really read them but yeah it's just like curious what the hell is i'm curious about it yeah what the hell is in these things (laughs) are they just blank pages like or is they are they real so anyway uh secret machines was really long and it 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 seemed like that might be a little dry Mm. in parts uh the poet anderson i think was just like weird and the strange time just seems more grounded and okay. like, it's probably going to be like a good and, yeah, introduction. And the, way, and the to, way like, you know, uh, Tom has described it sounds intriguing, you know, it's kind of like right. stranger things with, uh, right. With skateboarders and stuff. So, uh, we haven't listened to his his thoughts. Yeah, just kinda, I, I haven't listened to this at all. So yeah, like, so I have no idea what it what it is. Uh, what if it's so. like an hour long little thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and listen to uh, check in with Eric's uh, report on strange is it Strange Times? Stranger Times? Strange Times. Strange Times. Strange Times by Tom DeLong and Jeff Herbach. Hey guys, just checking in with a quick, uh, I guess, sort of book report in progress. Um, I started to read Strange Times, um, co-written by Tom DeLong. And you know, it's... Uh, so I've read five chapters of this thing. Um, I'm getting a picture for sort of the feel of the writing and sort of what they're going for. Um, I have to admit, I laughed out loud a couple times. I thought it was a couple cover moments and stuff like that. Generally, it's weird. Um, I think, unsurprisingly, a little weird. But, you know, it's trying some stuff. It, it has a, as far as books go, it sort of has a, uh, I guess, a little bit of an Amblin feel. The, the kids on an adventure kind of vibe. Um, it starts out, I guess, in the present. They're fighting a ghost called Yankee Jim. There's this group of five of them called the Strange Times Gang. And uh, they've got an enemy named Yankee Jim. On the first page, the first person narrator in parentheses says, but, Oh, by the way, I'm Charlie. Uh, which is a fun and innovative new way to introduce your main character's name. Yeah, then it flashes back to 8th grade where this group met. It involves a lot of, like, dreams and ghosts and science projects. And somehow they all end up hanging out together and becoming this uh, Scooby-Doo gang that that tries to catch ghosts. This is all sort of precipitated by 
two of the characters skateboarding down the road. They're flipping off cars. They're being generally cool kids um, doing cool stuff that isn't disruptive to the general public. All of a sudden, the moon turns red, the cars disappear, and there's this ghost girl. And they think the ghost girl's hot. And, you know, why wouldn't you? She's got glasses. She's a ghost. But most importantly, they're in eighth grade and she's a girl. So naturally, after meeting this ghost in science class, they decide their science project is going to be uh, making paper mache you know, balloon version of this ghost girl's ass because they think that she's hot. And it somehow is like a really big part of the story. They It comes back to it a lot. There's a lot of talk about how some characters say it's not a science project because it's just like you're making an ass. And other characters say, well, it's a ghost ass, so it's proving that there's ghosts. Which, like, proving that there's ghosts, uh, you know, it doesn't get much more science than that. But, you know, I think the idea so far is she's going to visit them again. And this time, maybe all of them are going to be there. And some of them have have had dreams about this ghost. I guess in California, there's these underground tunnels that uh, ghosts use to get around. And ghosts are real. Um, I, I believe this is something that Tom has added to the book to state his actual beliefs that ghosts are real. Um, there's also a hinted at subplot where the main character, um, his dad is in the air force. Uh, he started doing some weird top secret missions. He's into paranormal ghost hunting, but that's maybe unrelated. But, uh, as time goes on, eventually this dad disappears on a mission and the air force won't say that he's dead but they're saying not to say anything. Um, You know, it's... God, it's strange times, you know, with these kids. Anyway, that's where I'm at with the book so far. Back to you, Mike and Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, thanks, Eric. That was great. Yeah, that was a nice little podcast from the podcast, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm curious what's happening with the dad. Sounds like that's it's the, funny how we kind of talk, mentions like the the tunnels under uh, yeah <laughs> California where it sounds the ghosts like secret travel. machines like it's just, trying to it's a code it's just like him throwing in like you know I'm just secretly putting this in here to it tell definitely the sounds like it's written by Tom it does <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't expect that in a weird way yeah that's actually kind of good that his personality <laughs> is coming through I guess uh, this is, it sounds weird. It sounds really weird. I mean, you're it, doing I, you're I doing the Lord's work, Eric. Thank yeah, you for thank you. That was I can't wait to hear what else happens. Yeah, it sounds like there's some fun ideas. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I guess like it's great. I mean, just uh, you know the whole the whole Stranger Things thing and just kids, you know, looking at paranormal activity kind of stuff. Like yeah. I get that. Yeah, and kind of like a bunch of kids like falling in love with like a teenage you know, emo girl that's a ghost or something. Yeah, I don't know about, of... like, making the ghost ask, uh, like, the the big, like, fulcrum point well, of the... Well, that's kind of funny is, like, that 
to me sounds like Tom's personality of just like pl- like running on a joke like a stupid thing for so long that it's not funny but it becomes funny again later yeah. kind of thing yeah. just the way Eric explained it kind of seemed that way I don't know if it re- reads that way yeah. but at least him explaining it it sounds really funny yeah. of just like they're making a ghost <laughs> and it's scientific and stuff is kind of like uh, kind of goofy yeah I mean oh yeah that's that's something well uh, I think we can come back down to earth um <laughs> There was thanks, one more Tom. thing before. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Uh, one more thing before we go. Uh, some breaking news happened here. Uh, you got a text from Kieran of of Absolute. Yeah, we were just talking about um, just like earlier in the show about uh, my buddy Kieran that ran plus forty four online dot com back in the day, and he uh, had the, he was the one that kind of brought the theory that he thinks that they rebranded the show right. or brand, rebranded the tour as um, an of the State tour. And he just sent me, it looks like a screenshot from, um, uh, it looks like a, what, like an email he got that, uh, from the local radio station in Phoenix, Arizona, 93.3, that Blink-182 is playing a secret show in LA and that they're given, the tickets are being given away on radio stations and stuff. So how to get a ticket for- You were just talking about the radio. Yeah. He was just saying that, um, the secret show in LA- it says, listen to Alt AZ 93.3 app for your chance to win a trip to see Blink-182 for, for a secret show in LA and then see them in Phoenix on August 5th. And I'm wondering if this is going to be on other radio stations yeah. around the country. But uh, it 93.3 is like the, the alternative station in Phoenix. Yeah. So I'm guessing that email probably went out to a lot of different things. But he says he hasn't even seen it on Twitter anywhere or anything like that. So... Well, everyone listen to your local radio station. <laughs> Everyone's listening to the radio and knows that that's happening. But he got that in an email newsletter from the the radio. Well, maybe, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. So that's some that's some breaking news. Some breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> the scoop. You, that's what you get here on the Take Off Your Pants and podcast. Well, if we end up getting one of those tickets, uh, we're gonna have to fly down to L.A. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. But I think if we do that, uh, if, if we're going through like uh, the airport security and stuff like that, yeah, you can't go on an airplane without your pants. So put your pants back on, why don't you? <laughs> It sounds like uh, Dratini on the rocks. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, they're killing it. So this is what it sounds like when you make your, put your Pokemon in the Poke Center if it's the same. See, it's just like the grit. Ah, oh, that's good. So, so they they're still doing. This is a weird thing though. Your Pokedex is like. Uh, is like inhabited by a fucking like Pokemon, like an electric Pokemon or something. So it's like a little kind of uh, stupid like sidekick. Uh, yeah, sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> which is kind of weird. Is but. he like going like sorting? Like, hey, hey, boss. He, he, yeah, what? he'll say like stuff like like it's almost like the reminder of what to do next kind mm. of thing. So I guess it's more of like holding your hand a little bit kind of thing. It's almost yeah. like, hey, this guy's still, uh, you know, down here. You should go check it out kind of yeah. thing. So it's sort of like the Navi of the damn uh, yeah. uh, game a little bit. 
Yeah. And he has like eyes, which is strange. <laughs> and it's weird. They, there's no 3D except for when you're, um, one of the extra little things is taking pictures of like Pokemon. There's like certain little sections where it'll be like, take a picture of this. And uh, that's the only part that's 3D. They really gave up on they the really 3D of the 3DS. <laughs> Once they came out with the 2DS, I mean. I know, but I thought that was just really funny. I was just like, wow, the 3D slider is not working. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, there it is. When yeah. You, you have to finally take a picture of a Pokemon that's I like feel like it, it, would, it would be cool if the uh, battles had, if they, just the framing, the typical Pokemon yeah, I think um, 3D of that would be I'm, neat. I'm pretty sure because I had, uh, I think Ruby was had 3D like that. The Ruby remake. Oh, really? Because I had that's that cool. 3DS. I don't know. But I, I was just kind of curious and had